through these first two games. But even then, I mean, line, some of the linebackers are a little slow. Um, and third downs, third downs kill us. They've killed us for years. We give up the most third downs ever. Not, not only can we not get off the field on defense, we can't get a first down on, on third, third down. down. It is. It doesn't matter if and it's third and huge, four, third and eight. It's a huge swing in the game, especially as far as field position goes, or even just putting points on the board, getting in the field goal range or, you know, whatever. Yep. It uh, It's killer, man. I mean, even like third and long for a team like Northwestern, they're not built for that. No. They're getting them all day long. I know Ramsey's was more of a thrower when he was at Indiana and maybe more of a bit more of a thrower than typical Northwestern quarterbacks. Yeah. But he was getting them with his legs too and it was just He's getting the short ones with his legs. Yeah. yeah. It's and really and and I don't want to talk too bad about our defense because really our defense did everything possible to keep us in that game. Oh yeah. Um, they played so well. Um, the third but giving up those third downs did not help. Right. Um, <laughs> but um, you know, we'll talk about our defense here in a little bit. Uh, Dan says Frost needs to take a pay cut and uh, prove his worth. So he did take a pay cut during the pandemic, says uh, Jacqueline here. Um, That's true. Everything, is, everything wrong with this team is his fault. Now, I don't know if I'm not going to say that 100% everything is his fault because there's multiple coaches coaching multiple players. So you have your quarterback's coach. Why don't we have our quarterbacks that can throw the damn ball downfield? Why can't? Why don't we trust our quarterbacks to do that, or do we not trust our wide receivers? Is it a wide receivers coach thing? It, yes, the head coach is in charge of the team, but you got to look at multiple coaches. Because are you going to blame Frost for the defense? Absolutely not. That's Shenander. You, you have to start looking at the different pieces. And I know we love Mario, but is he the is he a great quarterback coach? Because our quarter our quarterback should be getting better. Right. Martinez is in year three, and he got worse last year, and right now. He's worse than he was last year. I can see Luke getting a little better. Uh, I mean, he can. We, we knew he could run the ball. Um, I mean, like you said, he, he had a couple of shorter throws yesterday, yeah. uh, and he was looking to run, I think, more than pass. But he, we talked about this too, it did look like, you know, he's been getting those reps with Fleming and with Betts because yep. when he came in, he threw two quick passes in a row to Betts. And then Fleming had the most catches on the team. Yeah. I mean, is somebody, somebody want to step up? Yeah. I, I mean, mean Alante Brown wasn't even on the field yesterday. I mean, I, I, did Omar have one catch for two yards? Maybe? I don't even think he had a catch. I don't even know if he had a catch either. Um, he was, target, he was, targeted, on he was a, targeted on a slant, which, again, it's a, it's a th- it was a third down or second down maybe, and we targeted him on a slant. The guy is not built to take slants. He's built to be our deep guy. Right, and I don't know. Get him more than a five-yard slant. I don't want to say anything. You know, I don't know what his situation is, what the, the deal's been. Yeah. Obviously, there, there's something going on there. Is it work ethic? Is um, it? I don't know. But but I, did, I didn't his, see him. I mean, that's his job. Like, did, did I see him? Did, was he out in the second half at all? I don't remember seeing him on the field I'm in the second trying, half. I was trying to keep an eye out for him, but by that point, I was just trying to see who – the heck we could get the ball and they kept saying he's 6'4", 225, and it's like, okay, let's throw the damn ball. Let's see what we can do. And we never did. And that – Throw it up to him. Man, that's frustrating as a – especially with all the hype for Husker fans with him coming in. Everyone is excited to see him play, and then he doesn't even touch After the ball. After that, the next time they're hyping somebody, I'm not going to – I'm not going to drink the Kool-Aid. No, I'm just – is it him or, again, do we look deeper at our quarterbacks – and the trust that we have to throw the ball to our receivers. Maybe that's maybe that's it. Maybe we, a combination of the two. We know Adrian couldn't throw for shit yesterday. No, he was everything he, was he threw, even his completions were wobbly. Oh man, he had a way bad slow. One. 
the longest one he probably had was a duck. To Austin Allen? Yes. Yeah, and it was floating in the air forever. I'm mm-hmm. surprised there wasn't picked. I just, I don't, I, and I don't know, like, he has gotten worse as a passer, too. He's running the ball better this year with more yeah, confidence. Yeah, he's, he's running the ball a lot better than But he, he can't throw the ball. Year, he was really able to throw the though. ball freshman year. There, so was, what, there was a time or two where it looked like he may have just tried to overthrow to not take a sack or get an interception yeah. or whatever, but even that, I mean, it, it's really hard to continue to watch this type of performance against teams that you yeah either should beat, definitely should beat, or that you're expected to beat. I mean, you saw some of the comments from the players. I mean, that's a game they should have won. That Northwestern, no that Northwestern team is not, in my opinion, very good. They're not good. I mean, they're not even – they're probably not even top six in the Big Ten. And they might win the West. But they, they might because, again, we, we shot ourselves in the foot multiple times, but you have to look at, again, multiple facets. It wasn't our defense. Our defense did everything they did to win us that game. Our offense trotted downfield. We had two field goals. We missed a field goal. Then we finally scored a touchdown, and then we didn't score the entire second half. But our offense also didn't get the ball down the field in the second half either. Yeah. We, we looked awesome. I mean, the one time. We, then we threw two well, picks in the end. not the one time. But threw two picks in the end. The first zone. time. I mean, you got a six-eight tight end that has somebody a safety jump up and intercept it in front of him. Yeah, how does that happen? Yeah, well, and 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 they kept on saying that they kept on saying he jumped over Allen. He didn't jump over Allen. For one, Allen jumped, jumped backwards. Allen jumped back. Allen to Allen did not do a good job of going up and getting that ball. But that ball needed to be up for him to go and get it. So it was already short. It was. And so Allen was not in a good position to make a a great. Uh, a great uh, chance at that, but again, it was underthrown, and it was just it was a terrible throw. And we tried to throw to our tight ends more than we did anybody else. We had Vokalek running a seam downfield. What the hell's that about? We got wide receivers. Throw them downfield. I mean, yeah, he's not the fast guy, and we have to be able to hit those passes if we want to win any games this season. We got to be able to throw more than five six yards. We have For to. Sure. We're not gonna we're not gonna win the short game. They're gonna shut that down, and that's pretty. I mean, that's what they did. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, the first, it was the same thing. It's like every single game, first drive of the game, we go boom, 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 penalty, penalty. Back well, Yeah, we drive oh. downfield, yeah. Now we should have scored the first drive. Yep. But then we get, yeah, hold and false start. Yep. We had six false starts yesterday on our, front, on our line. Our offensive line, we had um, one guy out. Jurgens was out. Right. And that killed us. It did. Last year, people were like, oh, if Jurgen's out, no big deal. Now it's like, we need him in there. 100%. Um, of course, we got young guys coming in to try to back up, but the false starts, that's that's discipline. And again, you can point this false starts, you can point on Frost. That's not Frost. That's the player. That is 100% the player. And I'm not trying to cover for Frost because his game call was awful. I, I put that game on him mm-hmm. and his play calling on offense, That that's on him 100%. But that's not okay. Like, false starts, come on, guys. You don't move till the ball does. You know the snap count. Right. Don't move. Um, you know, I, I, the one, I guess, sort of bright side, I guess I'd say about offense is that there is some young guys that are like, hey, we're stepping up and filling these roles. Yep. Fleming having the most catches in his second ever game. Yeah. And, I, I mean, I don't even know if he maybe had one catch against Ohio State. I don't even know. I, I don't know. If I know he was on the field, but yeah. um, that was good to see. Just you know, some some of the future starting to get their feet wet. But other than that, 
absolutely embarrassing on offense. Yeah, and so Dan says, you know, it's true about you know multiple coaches. You know, where's where? What are they doing? And what, where's their fault? But ultimately, it does fall on Frost. Absolutely, I do agree with that um, because he's running the offense. Um, you know, he he said he mentioned he hitched a wagon to Adrian, and that's kind of bringing the team down. If you saw yesterday, there was a. I think it might have been after the Luke interception, and Mills comes off the field. Mills was fired up, and Adrian wrapped his arm around him, was talking to him. Mills was just pissed. He was he was spouting something. Probably because he wanted the ball. He wanted the ball. He's probably wondering why am I not getting the ball? So again, we can talk about a wide receiver, but what the hell about our running backs? We talked about it against Ohio State. Where's our running backs? Right. I mean, we know Tompkins and um, what's his bucket? Uh, Ramir Johnson weren't weren't in. Right. Like, I don't they, know if, don't know they, if they made they, the trip. They didn't make the trip. But we saw Marvin Scott. He looked okay. No, he looked a little, little, little speedy. He's got some speed. But, again, we have, like, five running backs. Let's use them. And, but we didn't. And we not didn't. only that. And our run game was Mill, successful. Mills was, especially the back half of, or at least the last third of the season last year, he, he was on fire. Yeah. And he's an experienced guy. I mean, I know when we first kind of get down in the red zone, you hand the ball off to him for a yard or two. Yeah. I know that's not ideal, and then that's pretty much what we do, and then we try to do something crazy after yeah. that. Um, we got to figure out a way to, to get more yards than that and to get more carries Again, okay, those types of players. Our quarterbacks are leading in yards on the entire team between running backs and wide receivers, probably combined. Right. That's bad. Like, that is not – that's not a football team. That's not a football team that's going to win. Well, and – Run, run me through those stats that you said right before we started. Oh, yeah. So, um, here, let, let's talk about this just a second. So, uh, Ross, Jordan said six trips to the red zone, 13 points. Ross says eight trips. Six, eight trips doesn't matter. 13 points on more than four or five trips to the, end, to the red zone is awful. We got to get more points. We got to score. We got to figure out. Do a bootleg. Get your running backs involved. Get a, Do we have a fullback? Put him in. I don't well, care. And not only that, I mean, we haven't even, like, tried a jet sweep. I know for the longest time that play, yeah. that play kind of drove me nuts because we would do it. I, I feel like we would do it a lot and get tackled for a loss. Yeah. But every time we send somebody through, we hand the ball off up the middle for a yard or two. Yep. And it's like yep. you got to mix it up at some point. Yeah. Even if you do one of those little quarterback flip, you know, kind of quick plays or yep. something. But I don't know. Yeah, so Ross kind of piggybacked on that that interception that Luke threw. I mean, why aren't we? I think that's why Mills was pissed. That's give me, why give Mills me the rock. Give me the rock. We're inside the five. We are running the ball, and this has been a problem, Jimmy. It was a problem with Riley too. Riley would not run the ball when we got the ball inside the red zone. He was well, strictly passing. So he never ran the ball. When this was the only time it happened in the entire game. Obviously, it was the only touchdown we scored. But Farmer got an interception that should have been taken all the way. But yeah. He's not the speediest guy. But he gets down inside inside the five, maybe the six-ish. Mm-hmm. And I was like, first play, hand the ball off in the end zone. We have to get consistent at that. Yep. We, like, our guys need to know that that's what we're going to do and that's what's going to happen. And exactly. we scored. And I was like, okay, this is maybe we can start doing this. No. But we didn't. Well, and you mentioned, too, the, the, the jet sweeps and those kind of run plays. But we're running in between the tackles right now. And we got to get outside the tackle box to get outside. Ross mentions that, too, is we have no outside run game. Everything's, no. everything's inside. Yeah. Again, we're not going to be successful. That's the style of runner that Mills is, but he can also get, get going. Yeah, he got some so, speed. I don't yeah. know. Um, I'm, I'm not a coach, but so, so here's. see. We need to make some changes. Here's some of those offensive stats. So they're not good. Um, by the way. We are the only Big Ten team without a passing touchdown. Terrible. Um, 
We have no receiver over 100 yards through two games. Combined. In- combined, and combined between the two games. Pretty terrible. Um, and we have the least amount of points after two games with 30 out of all the Big Ten. Terrible. So those are not stats that you want to have as a team. And, again, that is that solely falls on the coaching staff. Solely, because that's game plan. 100% game plan. If you're not running the rock, you're not throwing the ball, your quarterbacks have more yards than anybody else on the team, that's a coaching problem. We should be getting 35 points a game. I mean, we still had over 400 yards of offense. Right. We're still putting up yards. We can't finish. Exactly. You I mean, 30 points and – the first two games combined. That's do that's do me nothing. do me a favor. This entire week pre- preparing for the winless Penn State, who's zero three now. Red zone offense. That's your entire week of practice. Red zone offense. Yeah. All you and need to do third down defense. Because we can move the damn ball. I don't honestly. I don't even care if we're if we don't use our running backs and wide receivers like we should, but we're still moving the ball methodically downfield to get into field position to score. Red zone offense. Work on it the entire week. That is your job. Well, and I feel like that may be what the problem has been is that we haven't been doing much to where we get third and five or more and it's a broken play that Adrian just runs for a first down. Yeah. And that's our offense. Yeah. That's not what we want. And then when you get into the red zone, it gets tighter. You can't do that. No. If you do try to do that. Because they, they can bring more yeah, pressure. he's not going to get anything. Well, or they're going to be at you faster. You're not going to have as much time to scramble around and stuff like that. And we saw the pl- the actual play calls. And, again, this has been a problem for, for years now, is your third and 11, third and 12. I don't know the last time Nebraska had confidence on a third and long play. I see teams in college football making third and longs all day long, more mm-hmm. than once in a game. We get third and 11, third and 12, third and 8. It's a QB draw 99% of the time. Right. We got or it once yesterday. A, or it's a – Roll out type of play that's going to be kind of an RPO, and he's going to keep it 99% of the time. Shit, we had a second and 13 yesterday in our end of the uh, the field in the fourth quarter, I believe, or third quarter, and we called like a four-yard pass to Cade Warner at the sideline. What are you? Oh yeah. What are you doing? Like, and I think he, it's second and thirteen. Did, did he catch that one or did he overthrow him on that one? No, he caught. He okay. threw it right to him. Yeah, but he's on the sideline. What what does that do for you? Right. Like, we're not we don't need to be passing the sideline. Hit a seam route, hit an out route, hit a slant. Like, do something other than what we're doing in the pass game because it is atrocious. It's hard to watch, and it makes you not want to watch Husker football it anymore. It makes it really <laughs> really frustrating to watch. Oh man, very very frustrating. Um, so Ross mentioned, uh, especially when you know how much more talent. Oh my have gosh. Than them. Uh, and uh, yeah, we. Sorry, Ross. What was well, talent. Talent. We'll focus on that. We have talent. Last year, we can say that we didn't have the talent. Now, I think the talent, the culture, that should be there in year three. It better be there by year four. But our guys, we know we have talent. We're not using it. Yeah. Why? I don't. I just don't. I cannot for the life of me figure it out. If someone knows why, please tell me because it's driving me insane. Mm-hmm. Um, Ross said, you know. That uh, it'll say it's on Adrian train, uh, stood behind him. Um, yeah, Adrian throws only certain players. He does tend to look his receivers down sometimes. Um, Luke spreads the ball around. I, I, I like Adrian Martinez. You know, he obviously came in, was Frost guy. He was really good right off the bat. Had a good freshman year, even though we didn't win that many games. Regressed a little bit last year. Uh, I had high hopes for him this year, and he does look much better as a runner. 
But I, I think right now you, you switch to Luke for this Penn State game. you got to get something changed up. You know, maybe, yeah. maybe he doesn't have an amazing game and you can start to decide what you want to do. But, I mean, we got to make a decision sooner than later. Yeah, yeah you can't play a two-quarterback system going into Penn State because right now we don't – again, Luke needs the reps to be better. Adrian has the reps and he's not getting better. He, um, and he was more experienced, absolutely, but that more experience is not translating into him winning football games for our team when he needs him to. And, again, it doesn't fall squarely on Adrian Martinez's shoulders. It does not. But in the past game, with how bad he threw yesterday, he overthrew so many receivers. He threw overthrew them in the end zone, on the sideline. We had a, what should have been a back shoulder pass in the corner of the end zone. He threw it like eight yards over our receiver's head. And it wasn't even close to Vokalek. And he's a tall dude, again. No touch passes. He cannot. Mm-hmm. He has no touch on his passes. No finesse. And he, when he's got a guy open in the end zone, he sails it five yards past him. And the it just he's got. He doesn't have anything. Something's missing there that Mario needs to work on him with. Yeah. But we need to get Luke in the game to start and give him those reps with first team. Fleming needs to be on first team as far as I'm concerned. Right now. Right now. Fleming needs to be out there. Alante Brown needs to be out there. We have guys that are young that want to play that are hungry. Bets put them in the game. Yeah. Bets put them out there. Um, is it Heinrich? Uh, yeah. Put out, or, um, is Heinrich the wide receiver or is he the uh, linebacker? Which one? They're, the Burke kid. They're, they're both they're Hendricks both, Heinrich they're, they're or something like Bur- that. They're both Burke kids and they both. They both need to be on the field, but whichever one is on defense actually looked pretty Heiner, good. Heinrich, I think Heinrich was fun. Yeah. Either way, whoever, whoever the hell I think is. they moved to wide receiver. <laughs> but, I know they need to put some weight on him because he went in a little bit last year. But, but. let's get the youth on the field. They're hungry, yeah. and we've seen our youth ball out. Well, and, I mean, like I, I said this, and you said I don't think that's going to happen, but, you know, if Adrian continues struggling and we don't play Luke, I'd – do not want Luke to transfer. Mm-hmm. I mean, his brother transferred from Michigan because he wasn't playing. Yeah. And I don't know if he was better than, you know, who was in front of him. But, yeah. I mean. But apparently Milton so. was going to be better than him, I guess. So that's what they thought. That must have been. Maybe that um, been, And Ross says Frost putting in Luke in the last series. So you're talking about a potential game-winning drive. And you're, well, not, and you're not putting in Adrian. Yeah. If exactly. that To me, again, yeah, I think that's a very good point, well, Ross. Because Luke came in and moved the ball, and he yeah. was actually hitting his targets yeah. for the most part, so, and was running was running well. And if you if you trust if you trust your quarterback, you're gonna put it you're gonna put the quarterback in that you trust the most to go down and get your team a win or tie the game in that case. And that was Luke. And again, I like That's a good I point. like Adrian. Um, you know, and if his job gets taken, you know, I feel bad for him, but. But he's also still going to battle. You've had, you've, you've had, you know, you've had plenty of time. And last year, you know, he didn't really have anybody pushing for him. Maybe that's why he wasn't nearly as good. I know he was injured. Yep. Maybe he had put on a little bit of weight, but um, I, I really hope to see Luke start this game next week. But yeah, we'll see. Um, we'll get to the defense here in a second. Waylon here says uh, absolutely tired of the penalties, especially the pre-snap penalties. It's ridiculous. Again. I don't know how much. I mean, I know coaches will put that on them, say that's undisciplined, but come on. I mean, these kids are D1 football players, and they're jumping early on snaps. That Again, that is the most – the false starts are the most annoying things that you can have in, in pro or college football. You should not be moving before the ball is snapped, and especially when the defense isn't coming at you. I mean, they're just standing there and we're moving. It's And, you know, obviously we follow Nebraska – Hard. Religiously, um, it 
so I, I would have to look at another team, but it seems like we've done it for years and years that we've had false start penalties. Mm-hmm. And, like, way more than anyone else. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's truly incredible. I, I, I can't even describe it. Well, again, and, and it's it's the pre-snap penalties. It's the penalties when, we get, when we're moving the ball really well, and then we get a holding penalty. And honestly, that holding penalty was not even a holding penalty. Uh, it, it wasn't. Uh, they called it on Far- that was the first was it on Farniak, I think. I can't remember who they called it on, but he, he turned him around, and then he pancaked him, and they called a hold on it, and that pushes back another 10 yards. Right. And I didn't we think that was a hold. debating about it. Um, I was watching it with uh, very passionate. <laughs> I don't know if he's watching. Uh-huh. He, he may be, but, but he was definitely um, very knowledgeable, which I liked, and he was very into the game, and he yeah. was – much like myself, so yeah, and and again, we talk about those wide receivers and throwing the and Ross says this too is you got to throw the you give them a chance. We're not even giving our wide receivers a chance to go up and get the ball. We're we're just not throwing it to them, or we're throwing little short passes. We're never going to be able to throw the ball deep if we don't trust our receivers to make a play. Well, and and, and is that part of it? Is Frost trying to manage the game, micromanage the game rather than let the kids play? Well, the thing about Frost's offense that's supposed to be. Chunk plays, 15, 20, 25 yard plays. I'd li- I want to see an eight yard game, Jimmy. Uh, well, yeah, I know. <laughs> Give me an eight yard game. We only have those this year. That's all that. Except for the run game. Hearing about, but that it, it's not. It's like a dink and dunk and <laughs> a dink and dunk. It's a dink and dunk, guys. Chip away. I, I hate it. A dink and a dunk. Yeah, I mean it's it's frustrating. And again, we we are we are just as frustrated as everybody else who watched that game yesterday. Um, we are no different than you as far as how mad we are about how we are playing. Based based on the fact that, again, and, and you saw it all over the place, is we are a more talented team. We are more talented than Northwestern. We are. Oh, 100%. We are probably more talented than Iowa. We are probably more talented this year than Minnesota, except for maybe they have, they have three players. Yeah. We have the talent. We're not using it, and we have to. We have to begin to use that talent if we want to win games, and that is what frustrates me, Jimmy, more than anything in the world. Our freshmen, our sophomores, when they get the chance, they're balling out. Yeah. Our juniors, our seniors, offensive line has been better. Yesterday they were awful, but beside, I mean, we know that they're an improved group. Without Cam, hurt us, but we got to see more. Our defensive line has got to get pressure in without us having to bring a blitz. The most frustrating part about you know, you're saying we're just as frustrated as everybody else. You know what is about the most frustrating part about that is that we still got inside the 20 yard line with a chance to tie the game, and we played a piss poor game. Yeah, and 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 honestly, that pass by Luke was not a good pass. It wasn't. He threw I mean, he threw it way late because Wandale was open. He threw it way late, and by the time he threw it, he ducked it into the ground. Yeah, um, and he was kind of. He, he was kind of on the run, and and that's... He, yeah, he was. Well, he was he standing in the pocket. He, he was, but he... It's the first... First, that type of play for a kid like that, you know, game on the line type of play. It for comes with like more that. reps. Yeah. It comes with said, playing experience. He should, um, he should get this start next week. And, and listen, and Ross said this too, you know, Adrian can still be used in the game in multiple ways. He can still – we know he can run the ball. Bring him in. He's got speed. He doesn't have to be the quarterback, but you can use him like you were planning on maybe using Luke as either a decoy or in the run game. You can still use him, but I don't think – right now I think you have to give Luke the chance. 
And you could do all kinds of, I don't know how much we want to dip our toe into trick plays, but you could do <laughs> we with, try, We tried with, it, and with, Mills effed that up. With, oh, that, that was, was just a bad. That was just a bad pitch that back. That was a terrible was, pitch I like the play call, but it, he just it like, would have been, and he threw it, pitched it right up into the air. No, but if you get, you know, a, a handoff to Martinez, pass back to McCaffrey for a run or another pass, something like that could be kind of cool. Yeah. But I don't know. It just seemed like that was something that we needed yesterday, and we didn't have it. It was just so plain. and It was the same stuff we've seen. Terrible. Same stuff we've been seeing for years, and it's, it gets old. Um, let, let's talk positives, though, because there was a, some bright spots yesterday, and it came on our defensive side of the ball. We had, and one guy I didn't talk about before this, um, Miles Farmer, two interceptions. Uh, he replaces uh, Deontay, comes in, he gets a pick that went off a of Dismuke's helmet, uh, kind of right place, right time situation. The second pick was a great read on the pass. Yep. He, jumped, he jumped the pass, jumped the route, very good read. Um, it's kind of tall, lanky, looks young. <laughs> yeah, and he, he, he doesn't have a lot of speed. Yeah, that first touchdown, that – Northwestern had he was looked like he was running in mud. T- terrible angle, and he wasn't going to catch him anyways. Um, so that that was that was a bright spot. Um, I'm going to give my number one star here in a second. Um, let's talk about uh, Caleb Tanner. Caleb Tanner also had a good game. Uh, we saw more of him in the second half than we did the first half. Again, man, I've been hyped up on this kid since he was a freshman, right. and I keep waiting for him to get get more and more playing time. But he did good yesterday when he came in. Um, Newsom played well in place of Britt. Um, Ty, Ty Robinson, he's he's just big. The dude, the dude was chasing down run, the running back and he's huge. just mowing him down. Um, Daniels had a couple really good plays on the line. Again, our defense, Doman, of course, was a stud again. Um, yeah, I mean, it sucks because like I'm always like, man, this guy's a stud, and then he misses something, and they get a third and eight, and it's like, man, I just, I don't know. Yep, it gets frustrating. Yeah, and. Um, and there's a couple talk talks here about the uh, redshirt rule this year. That's out. I mean, we can play as many ga- guys can play. That's what's nice. As many games they want. Guys like Fleming and Betts, we can play those guys all season long yep. and just let them get better and better and yep. better. They so get they can get a lot more in game reps next year. They can they're redshirt freshmen. Yep. So my two stars of the game, two stars of the game. Number one on offense was Fleming. I thought Fleming came in. First, get, first full game, he made some great catches, ran some really good routes. He seemed really confident when he got the ball, right. made some really good moves once he got the ball. Uh, he's kind of shifty as well once he catches it. Excited to see Fleming as he grows with the program because um, I really thought that he he played really well yesterday. And then when he caught his first ball, I'm like, Fleming, all right. Like, I haven't seen him yet. Uh-huh. He didn't see him in the first game, and I keep forgetting it's only game two. But, um, you know, Fleming was great. My defensive star was Reimer. Luke Reimer comes in for Will Honus. Honus was injured. Honus, I don't even know if he made the trip. I bet he didn't. Well, he definitely didn't. I didn't see him on the field. Yeah, he didn't play. I know he was hurt. He wasn't going to play. But Luke Reimer came in. I mean, that that guy was on almost every single tackle. And he was was around the quarterback a lot. Number 28, if you guys are wondering which one he was. If you weren't listening. I'm sure you (laughs) If you're listening, you know if who he you is. you watched the game, you knew who we were talking about because he, he was all over the place. He had to lead the team in tackles yesterday. Reimer was fantastic. I didn't look at the stat line on tackles, so um, I'm not entirely sure. 
I, and I was I was really impressed by him. And again, our defense was not the problem. Our defense and our defensive backs played good. Um, they weren't able like they a lot of talk about Ramsey and you know worry about him beating us through the air. A lot of people thought that their defense was going to win in the game, but Ramsey they also said you know he tore us up last week last year in, in the, when uh, Indiana he came to Lincoln. Um, so they were thinking maybe he's going to throw some more passes, but we had good coverage. We chased him out of the pocket. We hit him a lot. Our defense was on point. The one guy I really want to see just tear people apart that's not, he wants to hug them instead, is Garrett Nelson. Yeah. Start hitting people, man. He's like hugging them to the I, ground. It's like throwing them to the ground. I've been pretty high on him. I really like him. But, uh, yeah, he, he went for a, a shoulder tackle and didn't work. And no. I'm like, man, I've, it's like seen, he's, I've seen some like crazy intensity yeah, out of this guy. It's like hesitant. And maybe, yeah, you know, maybe it's just a matter of getting in the right spot at the right time. And I know. Or not wanting to miss some, it. Miss some, tackle, I don't know. some guys like, you know, like Levante David and stuff like that, they just like, they just go so fast and they're all over the place that even, oh, wow. even if, even if you miss a mark or something, you're, you still end up around the ball. Or you're going to slow him down at least. Yeah, something like that. And I feel like he could be that type of a player. Um, just hasn't reached that yet. Yeah, so. and so, um, again, I, I think I want to see him stop trying to hug people. <laughs> yeah. uh, Ross said he hit his head, on, landed on his head on one of the plays. And if that's what slowed him down, man, then, then just take him out for the rest of the game because I know that he got looked in the tent and then he came back out another play and you could tell he just was very hesitant. But he did the last game too against Ohio State. He looked very hesitant to actually like hit a guy. Um, but overall, again, our defense was not the problem. Our defense played well. Defense played good enough to get the job done. Yep. I would agree. So we got to we got to do something. Defense played well enough for us to win that game, like twenty four to twenty one or twenty seven to twenty one. That type of a game. That's kind of how the games with us between us and Northwestern go. We we really should have scored twenty one to twenty eight in the first half. Yeah. And we we could have been up twenty one, twenty eight to it seven, like twenty four to seven after the first half. Should have been. They missed a you know they missed a field goal. We missed a field goal. Whatever. It should have been probably like twenty one to ten at yeah. half or. Something like that. Just missed missed opportunities, poor play calling, poor clock management. And in the in the game, I don't know if I texted this or not. Every first down we got in the first half and second half, or in the in the first half, you get a first down, they reset the chains, and then they start the clock. They would start the clock after like a split second. They were. They were doing it the whole game. Why? I I don't know. It it really only showed to play a big role was when we had the ball in that last possession. Mm-hmm. And I remember specifically, like, somebody yelled. They were like, why is the clock running? Yeah. We just got the first down. Mills, and, Mills stood up and it was and, running again. And we are trying to get lined up, and they start running the clock. Yeah. No, that's not how it works. It's yeah. when they get, the, they get the ball set down, and then the chains get set up, and then they yeah. run it. And the we, chains could not have been set up yet. Because the ball wasn't. Yeah. Our guy was still holding the ball. And yeah, like, exactly. There's no way. And so that drove me nuts. But it, it's not just the last drive. It did happen in the first half, too. I saw it in the second quarter. Um, and I noticed it. And I thought, why is the clock running already? We didn't reset the chains. The ball's not even on the ground yet. Yeah. But we probably lost a good 8 to 10 seconds on that last drive mm-hmm. because of that. That's exactly what we were that, saying. That hurt. And, and um, you know, obviously you can't wait till the last drive to try to tie the game. But... It was what it was at that time. Could have made a difference. Um, it I mean, could have made a difference. We could have maybe, you know, tried to get a first down instead of having to throw to the end zone and mm-hmm. play the game. So. Yep. 
yeah, I just, again, it's offensively, there's so much more that we should be doing with the talent that we have on that team. We talked about the talent, the depth, and the wide receiver. The depth, even if it's un, even if it's un, even as players that have not played quality minutes in college football yet, the talent is there. We ran down the list of wide receivers. We ran down the list of running backs. It's there. Right. Stop getting our quarterbacks the majority of the plays. Yes, right. they're a fast. Yes, they can run, but that should not be the first option unless it is extremely successful the entire game, and it's well, not going to be that way. Yeah, and, I mean, maybe we'll find out in the next few days if they say anything after practice or at press conferences or whatever. But, I mean, what what is the whole back with some of these guys like – is it guys not wanting to step up? Is it guys not being able to catch? You know, you got a four-star recruit, but maybe it, they're having a hard time <clears throat> learning or getting up to speed. Or, the playbook. I mean, yeah. What's what's holding these guys back? Because it seems to be holding a lot of guys back, or something's something's off. Yeah. Uh, again, we you don't have the redshirt rule. We got freshmen that are hungry. We've seen them already. Luke, you mentioned this too. Luke is getting those reps with obviously with the younger guys. He's with the second team. If he's getting, he's probably getting first team reps too. But if I'm he's getting second team reps, you could tell he he came in. I felt a difference in confidence. First in the throw, offense. he threw right to Betts, and it was like, oh, yep. they've probably done that a thousand times. Yep. Second play, threw it to Betts again. Oh, they've been they've done that. Yep. On a day to day basis, <laughs> hit Fleming, hit Fleming on an outside, outright, yep. right to Fleming, and it's like, all right, maybe. I mean, if you get the second. Team skill position guys with the first team offensive line. Yeah. Maybe that's what is going to work better at this point in time. I don't know. Hey, if we got guys that can run routes and make catches and get downfield, I don't need get the ball to them. I, I'm comfortable with running five, six, seven yard routes, but we got to be able to hit them, hit them in stride so they can get a few more yards afterwards. Well, and you've got to, you got to be able to send a tight end or mm-hmm. maybe send somebody deep here and there because, I mean, that's not going to work the whole yeah. time. So. Uh, Sean asked about Omar. Did he have a catch? No. I I don't know. I swear I. There, there, like you said, maybe it was a target to him. I thought he maybe had a catch for a yard or two. There was a slant route that he had that honestly would have been uh, actually Adrian threw the ball, perfect timing, but a linebacker was there to knock it down. Um, that's the only I time mean, I saw him target. Regardless, it. It hadn't, didn't make a game. It wasn't game-changing by any means. If he had yeah. a catch, it was for F- Fleming had five receptions for 75 yards. That's that. That's, that's incredible. Good. Diedrich Mills had 33 yards. Wandale only had, Wandale only had four catches. We got to get him involved more. Right. Betts had two. Um, Warner had one. Uh, Levi Falk had one. And Hickman Hickman had one. So, again, we, we have – those are some yeah, names we didn't see against Ohio State. He had zero catches, but I think he was only targeted once. That that's a problem. Well, that's a big problem. They they, yeah, I was listening to something. And they you know they were picking over under for catches for Omar was two and a half, and I'm like, if he's playing this game, he's gonna have more than two and a half catches. Hey, I would have been fine with them have two catches as long as they and, were impactful. And uh, I mean, like you said, saw him on the field a couple times, yep. but it's I don't get it. Um, but I didn't mention this too. Dismuke had actually a pretty good game because he's out there on coverage. He played pretty well. Um, but Reimer had seven tackles, three assists, and one sack. Yeah, or a lone sack. And not only did not, not only did he get the sack, but he hit the ball out as he sacked him. The only thing was he kind of got up and celebrated, and 
Other well, guys were jumping for the ball. I Ram- mean, I don't know that he would have necessarily gotten it. Ramsey jumped on it pretty quick. He did. Um, but either way, like, dude dude made a great play. He didn't just go for the sack. He went for the ball. And that's, right. that's what you're taught as a linebacker when well, you come in and make that hit. That come, was fantastic. You come in, and you're going hand on the arm. And, he, he hacked it. I mean, that was, yeah. again, extremely impressed with Reimer. Doman is definitely a star every game. Um, we just we got to get – we gotta get better on offense. Well, and you know, Colin Colin Miller is typically pretty good in the run game. He is a little slow in the pass game, and that they that hurts us on third downs. Yeah, I think that happens quite often on these third and fives, and they yep. get six to eight yards. So he's trying to cover somebody. So so Michael, you think I'm wrong about the perfect timing? The the replay that we saw looked like it was going to be a great pass. So I don't know if you just got something against uh, against Martinez, but I thought it was going to be a good pass, and they sh- they showed it in slow mo replay as Which well. One? So the one that got knocked down by the linebacker. So again, it looked like it was good timing. So it's hard to tell in real time. It was hard to tell on the instant replay, but oh, I oh. thought it was a good pass. So either way, we don't know because it didn't get past the linebacker anyways. Um, Let's see. Yeah, so he was only targeted. He only played four snaps. Yikes. That's a problem. So so what's going on with Omar? I think that's even a bigger question is not so much of what happened. Is and it something with him or is, is it, it something? Is it something um, as far as playbook and getting up to speed physically or is it something – Man, the, in between the, years. the dude played the day, dude played two years JUCO. He shouldn't have. It shouldn't be a playbook problem. It shouldn't be a mental thing. He it's, should be coming in and ready to play. Well, it, that's what it, JUCO prepares you for. It could be something in between the years as far as whatever he's got. <laughs> it could, it could metal, be. It could be attitude. Well, it could be. I doubt that it's that. I think it's probably. I know they said that you know there may have been some type of mental health issues or something. Maybe he's just maybe. Battled through some depression or something. Yeah. I, I just speculation. I don't know. Um, and yeah, special teams are special. We didn't even touch on. Special I mean, we teams. didn't even talk about that punt return that they had. Truly, truly incredible. The one in the fourth quarter. Yes. Um, yeah, because we had a we had two guys coming down. And two one, guys come on. One and they guy both bo- went here and stood, and the guys ran right between them. Well, one one guy stood there. I'm not sure who they were. I'd have to go back and rewatch it to see the which, the other guy. They were. I'm the not other sure guy had a guy kind of on his back. He never touched him, never pushed him, and our guys didn't go for the play. And the other guys went there, broke down, and didn't even touch him. Just let it run by him. Like didn't even try. No attempt. I just, our special teams was awful. Our, our special teams against Ohio State was good. Yeah, I, they had one well, good return, but other than that, our special teams was good against Ohio State. We talked about it, and even still, there's a couple different things. For one, we actually do have a kicker that can make field goals. Uh, Cole, yes, Cole, yes yeah. he missed one yesterday. Um, when, the his, wind was pretty the, good. The wind too. was pretty crazy. He his first two went right down the middle, thirty five plus whatever. So I felt pretty good about those. Uh, maybe they both weren't that long, but um, one thing that we talked about was letting kickoffs just start the 25-yard line, and we've been doing that. Yeah. I think we maybe returned one in the fourth quarter trying to yeah, trying and it to didn't get, go well. Trying to just get something going, it didn't go well. But <laughs> but yeah, our, our coverage was awful yesterday. Yeah, they had, they had one for like 33 yards, another one for like. 27 or something it wasn't well, good. And, and northwestern's punter was having himself a day because he was kicking the ball pretty well to the point and obviously wandale <laughs> muffed the one um it was going nowhere anyways I it, mean, it was going nowhere i mean he fair caught every single punt and they were always inside the 15 yards running backwards when so, the punt came from inside their 10 i mean the dude booted like 60 yards yeah. it was it was a good boot um and he had the wind behind him too which helped him but 
we're, we're, again, we're not helping ourselves uh, in any of these games, but the the management of the game offensively has got to be, got to get better. Frost Frost has to figure that out. That's on yeah, him. Yeah, I mean, that's Northwestern won the field position game. Yeah. As far I mean, they were pinning us deep. We yeah. were able, to, and then, like you said, the yardage we got, we were able to move the ball. It was just we couldn't do anything. Couldn't finish, or we penalties killed us. Well, in the first the first uh, possession, Luke came in. We get a false start, and then I think we get a penalty after that. I think maybe a holding after that. And it was like third and thirty. Yeah, third third and twenty three, something uh, like no, that. Third and twenty seven. It, it was no, it was third and thirty because he rushed for twenty yards and he thought he got a first down. That's right. Because yeah. he got back to the original line of scrimmage. I think he got up seeing the sticks. Yeah, and he thought he got it. Yeah. Um, but he got like twenty yards. So again, that wasn't a good first possession for him. So our offensive line was not good. Offense in general was not good. Special teams was not good yesterday. Our defense was good. That that's that's it. Defense, good job. I think. We need, and I said this a hundred times today already, but I think we need to start Luke because we need to get him in a rhythm that he can continue on for the entire, at least first half, if not more, if not longer into the second half, not maybe maybe the whole game. Yep. You bring him in for the last minute of the third quarter and then the fourth quarter, bringing him in cold trying to come back. Yeah. It's just not going to win you a ball game. Yep. No, it's not. Um, so Ross said he's done with it. He's on to Penn State. Guys, the best, Cincinnati. the best part, the best part of us doing this show on Sunday is we get to bitch and complain when we, well, of course, we've been losing a lot lately, so we've been doing a lot of bitching and complaining. I think we've lost seven out of our last eight games. Yeah, so. so we've been doing a lot of bitching and complaining, but we get to do that on Sunday, and guess what? We don't talk about it the rest of the week. So we get it all out on on Saturday through text messages Sunday and, on the show. And <laughs> if you watch the show regularly... You'd be proud. I did not go down any rabbit holes yesterday like I <laughs> normally do after losses. You um, stayed off the social media rabbit holes. I did. I did. Rabbit and holes. I felt a lot better. Yeah, and, and you know, and so you text me. You're like, hey, you watching football right or now the rest of the day? day. You're calling it a day. I, 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 said, did, well, I did watch football. Yeah, and I was so. like, well, I'm, I'm out. I was out doing some stuff with my wife and kids, and so, I see my parents, and I'm like, no, nah, I'm, you know, I'll, I'll catch up on scores later. I'll watch some football tonight, but I wasn't interested. Was not interested in uh, in just watching football at that point. I needed a break. Right. I needed to just kind of step away, and, and that, that helps. And, um, you know, there's days where I'll just continue to watch football, and, and that's fine too, but um, I just wasn't interested at that point because um, I had other stuff to do. I got a life outside of football, and um, I, I got to live it and just enjoy, enjoy the Saturday. And Especially when it's 70 degrees in November. Got to enjoy the zoo today, guys, before coming and doing the show. So beautiful day here in Omaha, 70 degrees plus outside and a little windy. The Bucks are on Sunday night tonight. Cowboys are going to lose to the Steelers because they suck right now. That's my team. But, hey, it's Sunday. It's a nice day out. Enjoy it before the snow comes this week if you're yeah. in Omaha. No, no um, Ross, we like you hanging with us too. Um, you know, we, we enjoy doing this. Huskers win or lose. We're Husker fans for life. Um, Oh, and then Sean's been watching film for next opponent in high school playoffs. There you go, buddy. Sean, where do you play football at? Um, but I think, you know, this is fun for us. Again, we do it for fun. We we don't do it for the likes, the shares, the, you know, the listens. And we, we just do it for fun. We put it out there. People want to listen to us. That's when, fantastic. When we, so When we started, there was like maybe five people that would just come on and watch. Yeah. So. Yeah, so it's a lot of fun for us. We appreciate you guys joining us. Um, and most of those guys were Iowa fans because that was when <laughs> Iowa went undefeated and lost in the Big Ten yeah. Championship. So we, we got so we got Penn State next week. Penn State's 0-3. Uh, 
Um, you know, they they had a rough loss yesterday uh, to Maryland, so... Yeah, Maryland uh, worked them pretty good. Um, okay. And then, obviously, they, they held their, their own in the second half against Ohio State better than we did. Yeah. Um, yeah, but everything I saw on Ohio State Twitter looked like Ohio State kind of took off the gas too. And they, and they, I mean, Ohio, Ohio State had a huge lead and should have been bigger in yeah. the first half, um, much different than when we played them. But uh, and then you know they had that kind of controversial loss to Indiana, and, and Indiana's undefeated. They just yeah, they just beat up on Michigan. Michigan. So destroyed Michigan. Yeah. So Harbaugh's, so Harbaugh's pants are probably getting a little moist right definitely now. Definitely a weird year in the Big Ten, but um, you know, hopefully. We get our first uh, Husker home game. Yeah. In uh, hopefully the middle of November. Hopefully. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Yeah. Middle of November, get your first Husker oh home my game. Yeah, that's crazy. It's pretty wild. Uh, so, Sean, your assistant coach out in Arthur County. Well, good luck uh, next high school playoff game. Sweet. Um, all right, guys. I got nothing else. Chime in. No. Uh, continue to comment throughout the week if you want to. You can check out Two Average Guys, our Facebook page. Comment on there as well. Whichever is easiest for you, we'll respond. Uh, thanks for joining us today. Again, I'm Matt. I'm Jimmy. We're Two Average Guys. Thanks for joining in. Have a fantastic Sunday, a fantastic week. Go Big Red. Let's beat Penn State. Yep. Yeah, we'll see you next week. Yeah